Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast, recorded here in Exacta Studios in Brookfield, Wisconsin. On today's episode, we have a very exciting guest. Let me see if I can get this right. Allison Quartusio? I get so close. So close. So close. Say, say it for me. Help me out. Allison Cortuccio. Cortuccio. Yes. Cortuccio. Denali <laughs> Realty <laughs> Group. So, so, so now you guys are going to get an idea how the rest of this show is going to go. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. This is going to be a lot of fun. Like we spoke a little bit earlier, I never thought I'd have a realtor on the show, but um, there's always a first. Well, I'm happy to be that. All right. All right. So let's, before we get uh, too far into this, uh, let the listeners know a little bit who you are your background and, you know, why are you in real estate? Okay. Well, hello, listeners. Um, well, okay. <laughs> as, as Rob said, I'm Allison Cortuccio. Um, I am the broker partner of Denali Realty Group. And I have a mortgage background of about 16 years and worked at banks and different mortgage lenders. And in 2008, we had this little housing crisis that unfortunately hurt um, most of the housing industry and most of the people I worked for and kind of had to reinvent myself and, and uh, find something else that I love to do. And I love people and I love real estate. And I liked the fact that going from mortgage to real estate was probably an easier transaction than finding going insurance or, you know, something like that. Something so, like that. Yeah. yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah. Um, so my business partner and best friend, he was in a condo and land development company, which also felt the effect of the housing crisis. And we just kind of looked at each other one day and figured out we needed to find something to do. And uh, Denali Realty Group was uh, born. I love the name. Dennis well, I, and Allison. Dennis and Allison. Yep. Really? Yep. Yep. So Dennis came up with it. I love and it. Isn't that awesome? That is really cool. I'm thinking like the Nally. I'm thinking like the truck, the mountains or whatever the hell it comes from. And Well, I always tease him that he was probably driving down Blue Mound one day behind a Denali. Right. And kind of saw it and was, was like, like that's hey, cool, right? it works. Yes. But actually the funniest story about our name is we came up with Denali. We spent one Saturday, you know, going online, trying to figure out real estate company names. And I mean, we had integrity and, you know, all those other ones that, that, oh, he, yeah, that everyone did, looks for, yeah, you know, the, the common. Yeah. So we, he came up with the Denali and we were kind of coming up with a logo online. Cause you know, when you first start in business, you're broke. You know, and it can't afford marketing firms and people to design all this stuff sure. for you. So you're on freelogomaker.com, you know, or whatever it is. And we're doing all these different fonts. And as he's playing around with them, he did one that was a big D, a big R, and a big G, and then everything else small. And I'm taking a look at it, and I'm just like... Oh my gosh, his name is Dennis Robert Gritzmacher. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so male ego driven. Right. It's not even funny. And he started laughing. Like, that's how you came up with our name. So I love it. Yeah. So that um that's how we were born. So so Denali Realty Group, that's in uh Walatosa or Brookfield? We're in Brookfield. We're in we were Brookfield. in Elm Grove for the last eight years and okay. just made the um, three-mile jaunt north to Brookfield. No doubt. And you just you just had your ribbon cutting this week? 
We did. This week? Well, yeah. last week, Thursday. Was it, was it last week? It was last week, oh, Thursday. Jumping. Okay. Yeah. It's, just it's, it's the holidays. They yes. all run okay. into... Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, I love what you're doing. Like I said, it's like not often I get to speak with a realtor that I have anything in common with. Um, so Denali, really, do you focus on residential? We do. We do. We focus on residential. Um, we are three people strong. Awesome. Uh, so it's Dennis and myself. And then in 2016, we brought on Andrea. Uh, who completed our little group. And um, Andrea focuses on residential, uh, buyers and sellers. She lives out in Maguanago, so she's amazing in that market and knows all the ins and outs out there in East Troy and going into Walworth County. Um, Dennis actually has a construction background from his condo and land development. Uh, Interesting story, his grandfather was the first condominium developer in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's in his blood. Uh, so he also does um, build building as well, like new home building and spec homes and things like that. Um, and then I do just the normal, you know, buyer sellers residential, you know, just normal stuff like that. Just helping people, helping people. Yes. That's what it's all about. So and tell me, you tell me your approach to helping a, a you pick one buyer or seller as they come to you. I mean, what is your approach to you know? the beginning of that relationship? So we work, we are very fortunate. So we've been in business for eight years and we really work off of referral. Um, We have never bought leads or gone um, door knocking. And I'm not knocking any of that. It's just not how we did it. Uh, When I first got into real estate, I had never sold a house. I um, was fresh off of a divorce, was really trying to figure out who I was. And sat around for about six months crying. I mean, to be completely honest, I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Um, And Dennis actually stuck with me through it, which was quite amazing. And I thank him to this day for, um, because I was a hot mess. Um, And I sat around and I was trying to just figure out how to meet people and how to do this. And um, I joined the Brookfield Chamber of Commerce. Of course. Because why wouldn't you? That's what everybody does. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But it was really interesting. And I love telling my story about the Chamber because we were a no-name company that – and I couldn't understand why anybody would ever use us. Because if you went to the website, there were all the big names that everyone's used to seeing. And when I went to sign up, all they said is show up. Show up, meet people grab some coffee. And I'm like, okay, I can probably do that. And uh, I spent about the next year and a half meeting every small business professional you can imagine in every single category, had a bunch of coffee. And my first deal actually came out of that. I represented a first-time homebuyer. And um, it has just kind of morphed into that referral and that relationship. So when I meet somebody I haven't met before a referral, generally there's a warm lead that I'm quite comfortable to say, hey, we work a little bit different is that we really want to be your friend, for lack of a better word. You're part of our family. We take this super seriously. As you can tell, as I'm smiling as I'm talking to you because I love <laughs> I love doing this. Um, and we, I always meet somebody for coffee. And if, it's, if they don't want to and if we don't get together and we're on the same similar wavelength, then it's not meant to be. Like I, I love that approach and I do the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, before I even pull out a listing contract or if I work in with a buyer or so, whatever it is, we have to have that cup of coffee or sit down and talk with each other and set the expectations up front before we move forward. Right, right. Because I, I am a strong personality and, I, and I'm loud and I'm Italian and, you know, and I get it. I am not for everybody. Not everybody's for me, you know, and it goes back to a lot of that disc stuff and whatnot that you're, you're not meant to be on this earth to connect with 
everybody. Exactly. But real estate, and I think people look at it as more of a numbers game as what you know, I'm paying this and what am I getting and what do I, you know. It's but that it, transactional. It is. And it's not because this is, it's emotional. And these, in clients, buyers or sellers alike are letting us into their lives. Maybe not forever. You know, maybe it's for 60, 90 days or whatnot. But they're letting us into their lives and we're meeting their kids. And a lot of times we're meeting their parents and we know their finances. And it's, there needs to be a level of trust, you know, that that we're not running out just taking that information and, and using it to our advantage, right? You know, and whatnot. And the the biggest thing that I'm most proud of with this company is in myself learning the ropes by myself. You know, not ever working for anybody else before. Is that people really do become our friends and our family? And I've been invited to weddings and baby showers and new home parties and holidays. It's crazy to think. People invite the realtor to these things, but it, that's how it shows that it really makes a difference. And that also shows that you're actually doing something more than treating the the individual that process other than a transaction. Right, right. And, and I, I love that because I, I like you said, we we agree on a lot of things when it comes to being you know in in the real estate industry, and I see too much of that, and right. that drives me nuts. It does, and it's kind of funny because you know, well, you know, we have to work. We work for our buyers and we work with our sellers. But at the end of the day, we're also working with people to make things happen and make a deal come together. And you need to represent people. But you and I are still colleagues and we need to work together And because we may come up with another transaction in the future. Correct. And if we've had a terrible one in the past or you thought I was a jerk and you had a couple offers and you're like, eh, you know, this one didn't go so well. You know, so having that peer respect and reputation is absolutely huge. And I hear from pretty much every agent like wow this was awesome like you were so easy to work with and i'm like well what how hard could it be how hard could it be you know well, you, you know, answer I, some phone I, calls you text some people somebody, back I, you know i, I know I'll, I'll take a step back on that because finding a house for someone and listing a house for someone is relatively easy anybody can do it and there's out there anybody shows up takes a course at shore west or wherever the hell they want to do it can do it once you get that offer to purchase or that together and getting to closing that's where you do your work. Mm-hmm. That's where the work comes in. And that's that's key. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. You know what? And they don't. And, and what I didn't realize about this job is how emotional it truly is. If someone's selling their home due to a divorce or a change of life situation and they've raised their families and they may not want to go and they're going to that, that, you know, I may think I understand what they're going through, but... I don't. And I've had cards and phone calls and emails and people crying and I have cried with them. And no one prepares you when you're taking your exam and studying, you know, what a, you know, a fixture is, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, for, for that part of it. And just really, I wish somebody would have said, you really need to take some degrees in psychology, psychology right? Because that's what this is. <clears throat> it's so emotional. Yeah. Um, and we're and again, we're let into these people lies for for months and months and months. And, you know, a lot of times people realize yet don't realize that if a deal doesn't get together, we don't make any money either, you know, and we have to move on and we have to keep going and, you know, find that next thing because it's it's tough. You know, I think people look and see when they sell a house, I can't believe you made X. And it's like, well, I 
I didn't, you know. Right. <laughs> it, gets, it gets chopped up quite it a bit. It gets chopped up, plus, you know, <laughs> the government's always sticking their hand oh, out right. as well. <laughs> so, oh, um, so I don't think anyone joins real estate to get rich. I think people join it to think, well, I can sell a deal here or there because I've seen what people make. And, you know, but if you look at the stats, the average realtor sells seven sites a year. Nationwide? Maybe, yeah. Something like that? That's not a lot. Yeah, they're like 54-year-old females selling seven sides a year. Yeah. And could you imagine no. living on that? It's no. tough. And, and, I, and I see a, uh, some of the best agents out there don't rely on real estate to live. The, the spouse has a job or there's something else that right. are going on that there's no pressure. Right. And, and it, that would be really nice. That would be <laughs> I'm really not nice. exactly sure <laughs> so how that feels. Yeah. Because the roller coaster is really tough. And I think you do have to, not everybody is made of tough stuff. And trust me, I am not. I wear my heart on my sleeve as you've seen me several times cry out of happiness or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, or the first six months I was in real estate. Um, but it's tough. And if you don't have some sort of support when you're up and down and one month you may be closing three and the next two you may not be closing any and your phone hasn't rang in two weeks and what am I doing wrong? And I must be the only person, I'm the only one that's not selling a house because what you see on Facebook or what you hear on the news, it's a seller's market, a seller's market. Everybody's doing this, you know. So you have to kind of learn how to shut out the outside noise. And I used to, you know, it's silly. I used to be friends with a bunch of agents on Facebook and whatnot. And I would see everybody bragging and posting. And it, I am just not that person. I mean, every once in a while you have to do some self-promotion because that's what we do. Um, but it was really affecting me. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, what am I doing? I'm comparing myself to people that may or may not be telling the truth anyhow, you know, and let's, let's wipe that out. And I'm just concentrating what I'm doing and that I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, I'm happy with that. Nice. Nice. Let's take a moment here to thank the people that are keeping the lights on. And let's start with the Trinity Center for Interactive Psychiatry, treating people through wellness and balance through nutrition. Thank you. So what have some of, been some of your biggest challenges of you know, either starting up the, the new brokerage or, you know, give one of your biggest challenges with a uh, transaction. I can answer both. I mean, Go obviously the biggest challenge starting up a brokerage in a housing market that stinks and it was all foreclosure and short sale and no one's ever heard of you, your business partner, um, <laughs> your company was just that. You know, I think we kind of came into it thinking in a year, Everything's going to be great. Be fine, yeah. yeah. We're going to be making money. You know, it's going to be crazy. And it it doesn't go that way. It didn't go that way. Um, you know, it. I was probably a year and a half in before I actually sold the house, you know. And then about four years in is when it started to really turn. And not everybody has four years of yes waiting. Waiting, right. To make for sure that. Happens. Yeah. No Correct. Doubt. Yeah. And so luckily <laughs> I... Um, was able to do that. Um, so just growing and getting that brand recognition. Um, also being an independent, I feel that we've tried to mimic what some of the big guys do. Um, for example, we had a wonderful marketing firm in Pewaukee um, develop our website a couple of years ago, and we upgraded to that. And it's searchable for all of MLS, where a lot of independents, it's just their listings. You know, it's just their 
thing, their stuff, where we're really trying to show, hey, we're just like the big guys, you know, in this kind of way and what you can search, what you can find, the information that we hand out. We use professional showing services, you know, the home work, all that stuff just to, but we can do it at just a more cost-effective manner because it's just us. And You don't have all that overhead. We don't have all the overhead, yeah. which which is great. Yeah. Um, so that would be the biggest challenge in business and especially being an independent and never doing this and running into it is just having people learn who you are. And it took about four years. So um, in a transaction, they, I think buyers are extremely savvy these days and hats off to every buyer out there that everybody is basically comes pre-approved. So that doesn't, that's really not the problem anymore. Um, I think, the the unreasonable expectations if it's a seller's market and I'm going to get an X over ask and I'm going to this and it's dollar, 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 dollar. Um, when I present an offer, when I'm writing an offer, anything, and it, this could go back to my mortgage background, it's more of a terms of an offer. Yes. It's not just price. Yes, and a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people do not understand that. They think, that. oh, it's just the numbers. Let's talk about the terms. Let's talk about the terms. Yes. Let's look at a 10% down loan versus a 3% down loan. Or you're willing to close whenever you can, or maybe you're not testing for radon, or maybe there's a million different ways to structure a deal that it doesn't need to be priced. And I'll tell you, in this crazy market, I think – I hate to say I won, but I think we won on three or maybe three or four multiple transact, you know, multiple offer deals this year, and we weren't the highest priced. So, but you make everything else really clean and safe um, because I can't tell you how many times I heard this year of houses not appraising. Yes, because people were offering an <clears throat> exorbitant amount over asking, and the sellers are taking it. And then the appraisers, then you go through your home inspections, that's about 15 days. And then usually about 10 days after that, give or take, the, the bank appraisers going out. Well, you're almost 25 days into your transaction. And if they're coming back and saying, hey, guess what? It's not worth this anymore. And that happened in every price point in every community because sales were so limited this year. The appraisers can only go back 90 days, you know, a certain amount of days. You can't look back into last year or six months and say, well, that's the value it is right now. So suddenly you're 25 days into a transaction. That seller's probably made their next housing decision. You know, you're getting, maybe you've given notice on your apartment, maybe whatever. You made your next housing decision, and suddenly you are really far apart because your offer should never have been. Should never have been there to begin with. To, be, to begin with. And that, so, that, that buyer's agent should have known that. Should have known that. Yep. I don't, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let's see here. Give me, give me three to five things that the listeners should know about you and, and Denali Real Realty Group. I'm just stuttering. Good all job. Over. I'm stuttering all over the place. Today. It's, it's just, good. It's, it's the it's, holiday it's, season. It's, it's, it's Friday the season. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Three to five things that you really stand out above the others. Um, gosh, you know, I hate to say, I will say we love what we do and we're passionate about what we do. And the three of us work together. That's not to say that we're not in it for a career and to make money because everybody should, but being independent, we do have the flexibility to make business decisions for ourselves and for our clients if we need to be. Um, we don't have any adversarial relationships with anybody. You know, with any other agents out there, we play nice in the sandbox, and that's huge. I have 
refer to things out if I couldn't do it or I'm out of town because we all have lives too. You know, and that's tough in our job where, especially in the seller's market, uh, where people, a house comes on and someone needs to see it right now. You know, I have a network of agents that actually don't work for my company that I have called and said, hey, could you just show this house for me? Do you mind doing that? You know, I have no problems asking for help um, and just working with other companies to make sure at the end of the day that our clients and everybody is taken care of to the best of our ability. Of course, mistakes happen. We're all human. It, it does. Um, we also have a amazing network of every kind of support or that any buyer or seller could use personally or professionally. And they're all small business owners. Isn't they're that all, great? It is amazing. It's amazing. You can have real conversations. There's no tape. You know, it's great. It's great. So we're very fortunate with the people that we have found and supported us. And I think you can tell from our ribbon cutting for the chamber. I mean, there were 50 people in a 700 square foot space. Double the elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've made real relationships. I mean, real relationships. And, you know, personally, I've had a really rough year. You know, I had I took some time off because um, my mother got sick and everybody stepped in. Everybody stepped in and helped. And that's the most humbling experience. And even my clients, you know, checking in, sending things. It was It was crazy. It's crazy. So I really think it's just the fact that we have no egos. We're just here to have a good time, to enjoy our life, for you to enjoy yours, for you to make that next step. And um, we're there to celebrate your successes with you. I like that. Thank I, you. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I want to thank Exact Studios and Exact Corporation for allowing us to record in their facility and recording on this magnificent equipment that we have in front of us. All right, let's go back in time when you thought, wow, I'm making a difference. There's been a couple times. There are some sales that will always touch your heart. Um. And that will always stick with you. And you and you, you start with a stranger, and they truly become your family. Um, you know, one was this year that I had a divorced mother that had to be out of her home, had and was not given much to move on with. Let's say in the settlement, needed to stay in the school district. Very tough price point, like a very tough West Dallas price point, and there was one house for sale. <laughs> that had already had an offer that fell apart. Oh, <laughs> and um, we worked, we worked together, and we talked, and we just kind of made it happen together. And it's not necessarily at that point the house I would have chosen for her because I it just we were forcing some of the transaction. And it was upsetting me because I don't force transactions. Right. I've never sold somebody a house I wouldn't live in it myself, you know, type of a thing. And I was feeling that. Um, and being a single mom and being on such a fixed income and just so nervous about our kids and our dogs and that it's all going to work. You know, I kind of took a look at the age of everything and I bought her a home warranty, you know, for oh, wow. out of my commission just to say, listen, for the next year, you're covered, you know, type of a thing. But let me help you in case something happens. You know, from that point on, she's just like, oh my gosh, you know, and that was, that was special, you know, and I've got a Christmas card of her and her kids in front of her new house uh, hanging on my desk right now. And I love her. And we just kind of reach out and talk and, 
you know, but I've had some really crazy stories as well with um, there's um, the pastors of the church I go to had a calling to move up here. This is the craziest story ever. And regardless of your religious affiliation, they had had a calling for years to come up to Wisconsin and Waukesha, although they called it Waukesha, Waukesha you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, specifically. And, if, and it's, a, it's the most insane story. But at one point, what finally made them do this is they were in the middle of nowhere, Florida, lost. They were trying to get someplace. They were lost. And they came up to a street sign. And one side said Waukesha and one side said Wisconsin, the cross streets. Totally. In Florida. In Florida. They looked at it. They're like, we're moving to Wisconsin. <laughs> that is that is wild. Wild. And there's a picture. So they have a picture of it. Like, it's crazy. And trust me, they were trying to do anything not to move. To, at least the wife was trying to do anything not to move to Wisconsin and come up in this weather. Um, so it was it was nuts. So I act, they actually had one connection up here that I knew through the Brookfield Chamber of Commerce, and he hooked us up, and we kind of talked, and it was a crazy seller's market where things were flying off the hook, and they couldn't get up to look at houses fast enough. So I ended up previewing houses for them. We wrote an offer on a house that I thought they would like and gave a clause that they had 72 hours to fly up and see if they liked it. So he flew up, didn't like it. And I'm watching his face and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like he hates this house. Like, what am I going to do now? We ended up getting out of that contract and they sold it to somebody else like the next day. And I was sitting there thinking and thinking and thinking. And there was an ex-chamber member who I'd had his house listed a year prior and said... Um, who decided not to move. And I called them. I said, listen, I've got these people moving up. This is their story. I have no idea if you're interested in selling your house again. And he said, you know what? My wife literally just said, I wonder if there's a sign from God if it's time for us to sell our house. And connected them. And they moved up, moved into that house. They moved on to their next house. And it was it was insane. Yeah, it was one of those stories that would probably never happen again. And there was a lot of faith and a lot of stuff going on. And it all worked, and everybody is so happy. That is wild. Wild. That's you know what though. Sometimes it's just meant to be. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. I lost track here. Who's been like one of your greatest mentors throughout life? Oh gosh, that's a good one. Um, you know what? I never had any kind of entrepreneurship in me. I was a Let's make, let's have a salary, maybe a little bit of commission. Let's have some benefits, like health insurance. <laughs> awesome. What is that? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so honestly, I, I have to say, without Dennis pushing me into this, I never would have done it in a million years. And without him letting me cry for six months and still saying, you can do this, you know, you've got the personality and people like you, you know, you're genuine, you know, you can do this, you can do this. Without him pushing me, Absolutely no way would I have ever done this because I was going through some personal stuff at the time. And, you know, to go through a divorce and start a real estate company in the same month was a little insane. <laughs> go big or go home. Oh, that's right. I love right, it. Right. Yes. But my dad's always been entrepreneurial. My dad's always owned businesses. And he, when I don't think things are going right, I will give him a call. And he always finds a way to say, hey, you're doing what, everything you're doing is absolutely correct. And not 
having that confidence that I am an entrepreneur and even eight years later, it blows my mind when people come up and like, wow, you, you've done it. I'm like, really? I have? You know, like, that's amazing. So, you know, I think it's just people that have believed in me and pushed me out of my comfort zone and continue to do so because there are days I am sure that you don't want to get out of bed and you're like, what am I doing <laughs> You know, more than not. Yeah. <laughs> like having some actual health insurance would be awesome. <laughs> it's funny when I work out because I don't do any jumps. Like I won't jump on a box. I won't like do any side steps. And every trainer is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm self-employed. <laughs> like my health insurance <laughs> is crap. I cannot roll an ankle. Like two feet on the ground at all, all times. times. Oh, I don't. It's, it's so a, funny. It, it was in your army. It's always three points of contact. Yeah, got it on two feet in a hand, whatever. Yeah, that's that's kind of love it. You got to find the humor in life. Oh god, you got to find the humor in everything. That's I, I, I you know what? I got to come see that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see me work out. I, uh, I am a hot mess. <laughs> oh. Is there any uh, particular book or resource that uh, you want to share with the audience? Um, no. Okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> that is something actually on my 2019 list to... To start, learn how to read? To learn how to read. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's the one part in this podcast I was hoping wasn't going to come out. I'm totally illiterate. <laughs> See, anybody can be a realtor. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there it there went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the one thing that's got you fired up most about the future right now? I have, I'm just excited. I, and I can't even tell you about what, but like, I've never had systems. I have flown by the seat of my pants doing this. And I always was going to get systems and I was going to get a database and I was going to do all this stuff. And I'm actually working on it. So I'm kind of excited to stay, to be able to stay in front of people a little bit better now. Um, and if any of my clients or past customers are listening to this, please <laughs> fill out the form that I sent you to find out a little bit more about you. <laughs> um, so, please. <laughs> please. Um, no, I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited. Um, just personally, I had a really rough year this year. I'm excited to put my energy back in the business. Um, I like, even though it was a rough year, I like who I am better now as a person. Yeah. I don't have a ton of angst. You know, with giving up some of my work to, you know, take care of stuff, mm -hmm. I was just like, I just, I have to give it up. Like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I, you know, still probably sold over 20-some houses this year without sure. really working what I was doing because yeah. I was running, 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 being all things to all people, joining every networking group, going to everything and meeting people. And then I... I had to put a hundred percent break on that, and I thought, okay, where does it? Where am I happiest doing this? You know, I'm kind of spinning over my words today, but I'm not a good public speaker. I don't. For as it, outgoing as I am, I am an introvert. Like I do those thirty second commercials, and I throw up in my stomach every single time I have to stand isn't up. It, isn't it crazy? I'm the, I'm the exact same way. Yeah. As much as I'm in front of people and I can yeah. sit here and talk to you and do right. this. We'll be here for three hours afterwards. <laughs> I'd rather be curled up watching Netflix at home. Oh, my gosh. I'm all about Netflix. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, Netflix, my reality TV podcast. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super deep. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I think I'm just excited. I'm excited to finally get some organization, to stay in front of my customers more, to find out more what's going on with their lives. Because as much as you say, we're all going to stay friends and hang out forever, It everyone's lives move on, you know, and so does mine. Um, but I, I like, I just like the inner peace, I guess I feel, and just being like, well, whatever. If it work, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And just enjoy some life, have some fun. Um, my nieces live in Colorado. I go out and see them all the time. They're the loves of my life, you know, to be able to just pick up and go and whatnot. Because the greatest thing about our job is we almost could do it anywhere. Exactly. With the exception of self, actually physically showing a house. Um, everything else is, you know, electronic and it makes it really easy. Yes. And I don't know about you, but every single realtor I talk to, like in my only business plan is usually three words, take more vacations. Take more vacations. <laughs> because I sell a house every time I go away. Or <laughs> yes. It's always the night before right. or like when you're traveling, you get that offer and you get somebody trying to do it. And You've been there, done that. Yeah, I know always. exactly. You know what always. So. What's the best way to for the listeners to get hold of you, too, if they want to reach out to you, do some business, or just uh, meet you? Well, thank you for asking. I really, from one realtor to another. <laughs> I, 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 that was hard. <laughs> I, was say, I was looking for your email. It was actually just going to be like, Rob, at... <laughs> this is about you today. <laughs> <laughs> Email is probably best, um, which is allison at Denali Group WI.com. Um, or my cell phone. Do I put that on? You can put your cell phone out there, or you, what you can do is uh, reach out to her at her website, which I will put on the show notes. And I'm sure there's a contact page on your website. There is. There are some great photos of the three of us and um, a little bit of bio about the three of us and kind of what makes us different. You know, it's um, it's us. It's, it's just us. Like, we're goofy and... You know, we just have fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we're not done. Oh, God. We're not done. So uh, we have a few minutes left here, and we're going to go into some rapid-fire questions, and whatever it comes to your mind, you're just going to answer them. Oh, this should be. Okay, but before <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be fun. Uh, so before that, you get to ask me one question, any question, and I'll do my best to answer. Well, you should have, you should have told me I had to come up with that. <laughs> I well, did, what made I, you get into real estate? I, I, did, I did that last time with the, someone, and it came with a list of questions, and I was well, totally unprepared. <laughs> I will tell you, the I put so much preparation into this, I've, <laughs> as I told you yesterday. Yeah. I was just like, ah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> well, have fun. No, what made you get into real estate? Kind of the same. The same Do we have thing. a similar story? Sim- very similar story. Yeah. A guy, a, you know, I'll throw it out there. I really don't like a lot of realtors out there. And at the time, I was flipping houses. Right around, you're starting your brokerage, and uh, the houses there were so many out there that I was flipping them. And as I was listing them and trying to list them or sell them and buy them, I just ran into so much crap. Deadlines not being made, follow up not being done. So I was like, I know I can do this better. Mm-hmm. So that was the start of it, and it kind of trans. At that time, it was more of the investment side of it. Uh, you know, being able to buy the foreclosures on my own and being able to sell on my own. And that and markets. Be, and that market, it was yeah. it worked out really well. And then as the market changed, I t- switched over more to what I call the retail side and helping more buyers, buyers and sellers. And one thing I do have a passion for is 
being a former army sergeant is helping uh, other veterans buy and sell. So that's a lot of fun as well. So I enjoy it. I'm very similar to you. I love yeah. helping people and it, it, it's great to be able to do that and actually help them on either side of the transaction. Right. And, and that, that is so cool. And then make it as stress-free as possible for them. Yes. And what I love is that you and I are colleagues, yeah, competitors. Yeah. And like each other, I and can sit know, here and just have a good time. Yeah. And you know, I see you. At, I see you at the events, and it's it's great. I know it's great. Like you I, know, like, like and I, I'm like I told you in the beginning is like when I started this podcast, I was like, I'm never going to have another realtor on. I'm not going to interview a realtor. On I now. was a little shocked when you asked, I, but you know, I, I was, was like, like oh, I'm like maybe he's not <laughs> even going to ask me about real estate. That's fine. No, <laughs> it, it's a it's a good match. All right, my turn. Okay, your turn. All right, uh, what is something that you believe that other people think is insane? Oh my gosh! Just, she's lost for words. You've heard I, the last that the could last be it. thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, that could be it. I uh, what is something I believe? I feel like like Dennis or Andrea should be answering these for me. <laughs> Wait, this, I, you, this is not call a friend. Come on. <laughs> Do I get a lifeline? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just gonna keep moving. No. Um, what is something I believe that other people think is insane? Think is insane. Um, yeah, I am gonna have to come back to the. One. I'm sorry. No, we're, I'm, not, we're not coming back. We're moving. All right, move on. Move on. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. Uh, what do you believe is true, even though that you cannot prove it? Shoot, I just proved it. Um, no, I had a I had an unfortunate red candle wax incident over the weekend on a chair, and it is true. You can get out red candle wax with an iron and a paper towel, and I did not believe it. I didn't think anybody else, but you can. So the candle wax was on your clothes. I was on the chair. I was on the chair. I knocked a okay, candle so over. Okay, so you started that, it was the, I was. Yeah, was I know, I know, I know. Right, so See, you're getting me. Just, just, just clear this up. <laughs> the candle wax was on her chair. Yes, I, no, I had an unfortunate <laughs> candle wax incident. It all happened in about 30 seconds. Okay, all right. No, I am just, I am a, a mess. And as people say, you, everyone just laughs and shakes their head with some of the things that come out of my mouth or that I do. I'm. All right. So let, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Any ask or request for the audience in any last parting words? Well, I, again, for would love to thank you for having me on. This was super fun and I didn't know what to expect. And you're not scary at all. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tell my mom that. I will. I will. And I hope everybody has a healthy um, and successful 2019. I think our world is really tough. Um, and I think we unfortunately make it tougher um, with some of the things you see on social media. And, um, you know, just be kind to one another. And if you're looking for houses in the... Uh, call Rob. Call Rob. <laughs> and then when he doesn't pick up his phone so because he's Allison. doing a podcast, <laughs> you should probably just call me. Yeah, just call, just call Allison. <laughs> Allison, I really appreciate you being on Local First Podcast. Let's carry this conversation online through social media. Um, they can look up um, Denali, Denali. Denali Realty Group. God. It's DenaliGroupWI.com. There you go. Yes. And then, um, again, you can find me anywhere on social media. <laughs> <laughs> She's got me so messed up here, guys. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me by searching Local First Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Also, head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave some comments. You also have the opportunity to request to have a guest or topic 
support Local First Podcast. For any of the books or resources talked about on these episodes, head over to localfirstpodcast.com. Click on the resources tab. I also want to thank Exacta Corp for Studio One. Until next time, it's your host, Rob Kohansky.